Hello. Welcome to Conversations with a Wounded Healer. I am Sarah Bueno. I'm your host of the podcast. I am a psychotherapist in Chicago. And that's that's enough. That's that's enough. I had a client tell me once that she went to another provider and was sharing something that was happening. And the other provider said, that's enough. And so I... <laughs> I just, I think about that sometimes and how funny that is. Anyway, so thank you for joining me. This is my last solo episode for 2019. And this has been such a hard year. And I said this last year and I was so hopeful that 2019 was going to bring me something very different. And I got to say, in reflecting on the whole year, the beginning of the year was very transformative. And I felt like I was able to get back on my feet after some really tough stuff happened. And then this fall, everything fell apart. And I found that previously in my life, I was the one causing a lot of the drama that was going on. And and I felt so responsible, like, oh, I chose this relationship or, you know, I decided to make these choices at work and that's why these things are happening. And with that responsibility came this sense of control then maybe that I have, because if I don't make those choices, if I make quote unquote good choices, then that means everything will be fine. (laughs) And I'm coming to realize how deeply ingrained that is and how at the cellular level, I just want things to be stable and okay. And I want to be able to control it at all costs. And it's just not happening. You know, in this fall was a bunch of things like we had mold in our basement. And so things we had to move part of our house and then move back into it. And my schedule was such that, you know, I was just feeling out of my mind, crazy busy and needing more help at work, but needing to wait to hire someone and then train them. And and then the the saddest news of all is that my dog Oscar passed away. And at the time that I'm recording this, it's only been about a week and a half. And I miss that little fucker. Grieving a pet is, I can tell you, and I'm sure someone out there will be so upset about hearing this, but this is harder than when my parents died. And it's just because the relationship with him was so pure and he just unconditionally loved. And one of the things I've been struggling with is guilt of all the times that I was mad at him or that I didn't treat him with kindness and compassion. And and my husband said, like, he always loved you unconditionally and it didn't matter that you yelled at him you know, five seconds later, he was still wagging his tail and happy to see you. And it's, there's just nothing like the love of, of a pet that's so pure and, and that makes the grief just straight up pain. And I think I saw something on Instagram recently that said, grief is love that has nowhere to go. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, (laughs) that sounds about right. And then the other realization that I've had about the past few months is y'all have heard me talk about NARM a trillion times already because I'm obsessed with that and in the training process and also receiving the therapy and what I finally recognized the other day, which is so funny. I was like, oh, I am doing trauma work right now on myself. And how destabilizing that is. And part of what's happening for me is as I feel like I'm really getting to these deeper layers of the conditioning from my childhood, right? And 
Norm talks about it as survival styles, these ways that we figure out how to survive based on what we've been through in our early life. And my one of my survival styles is perfectionism. And I can just tell you that I'm being called right now to let that go. And my ego does not want to let it go of this fear of not being safe. And it's funny, the I wanted to share with you the title of this book and author. It's called Gold Mining the Shadows. And the author is Pixie Lighthorse. The things that are so transformative in my life, I literally cannot tell you how I found them. I literally do not know how I found this book. It just somehow came across something somewhere. And I buy books on Amazon like it's my job. And I just put it in my cart and it arrived one day. And I was like, oh, I'll check this out. This seems cool. And as I was reading it, I'm like, Oh, because she talks about shadow work and essentially what it is, is it's trauma work. And as I'm reading this, I'm just relating to it and going, oh, this is why I feel bad shit crazy right now. And then that was having me reflect on the trajectory of my career. And, you know, I wanted to be a therapist my whole life. It wasn't at the forefront for a while, but I know I always wanted to figure out how to help people and help myself truly. So I decided to become a therapist and I first decided I really want to work in addiction. And part of why I wanted to work in addiction is because it felt like a finite amount of material to master. And I felt like I could be at the top Right. I could know my shit so well because addiction felt like, at least from an information standpoint, that it had a beginning and an end. And so that was one of the things that called me to it. Another thing that really called me to it is being able to see the way that people can change in a really short period of time. Like when somebody comes into detox, which is where I started my career, you know, you see them at their worst. And then within two weeks, there's a complete transformation. And a lot of it is just the physical act of letting the brain and body begin to heal in that process. So I started off like, okay, addiction is this thing I'm going to master. And then right after I graduated, I met Brene Brown for the first time and heard her speak. And so shame was this thing. Okay, like I'm going to learn everything that there is to know about shame because it's what I have and I know other people have it and really dig into this and do a lot of my own shame work. And I did it full force. And yet I came to a point with Brene work. And this is this is not a negative against her, but I just came to a point with the work where I was like, there's got to be something more because I'm doing all this cognitive work. And yet I haven't fixed it. I haven't healed it. I It, it hasn't moved. The shame is just so great. And now finding NARM and doing this trauma work, it's interesting because I've always given a lot of reverence to people who've struggled with addiction and who have found transformation through sobriety. I think now, now that I'm in this trauma, work myself, I think part of the reverence has been they did a transformative healing experience that I have not done. And now that I am in this place of doing this transformative healing experience, I'm like, oh, this is really what it means to do your own work. I mean, I've been in therapy since before I became a therapist and always committed to that process. But there's just something about the trauma work that is getting to this, oh my God, deep level. And I, right now I am exhausted. I'm tired. It's been hard. And God, I just finished a really great interview that I can't wait to release to you in the beginning of 2020. And I'm coming out of that interview with is just feeling like this is it. This is what we're supposed to do. And I'm feeling very grateful. 
And all of these things can exist at the same time. The fear, the sadness, the hurt, the exhaustion, and the gratitude, and the knowing that things are going to be okay, and the faith. I'm just kind of in awe of what it means to be human right now. I really, truly can't thank you enough for joining me on this journey. And I sure hope that 2020 has a ton of blessings for all of us. We are going to be taking a little bit of a break for the holiday as most people do, I guess. I'll still be working, but that's the three in me that I'm hoping to shift. Lord almighty. Okay. But we are going to be taking a little bit of a break for several weeks, but I just really appreciate you joining me on this journey. And I can't wait for all of the exciting things that are going to happen in 2020. So thank you as always to the Creative Imposter Studios for editing, to Liam O'Donnell for our album art, and to Ben Mueller for our theme music. You can find us anywhere that you listen to podcasts or www.headhearttherapy.com slash podcast. Until next time. Bye-bye.